everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Sports Coach Sportscast. I'm your host, Nate Cross, along with my co-host, David Nimitz. Um, fan has golf today. Um, so that's, but I think we're doing a dual episode today. So, or today and tomorrow. Um, only one will be CHC Sports and News because we're covering the whole span of the of week. Um, but yeah, let's just get right into it. Um, so, CHC Sports and News. So, there was there's a few things. Outdoor varsity track starts this week. If you didn't know, um, there's been a few uh, recent, uh, like all the spring sports are starting this week. Right. Like uh, lacrosse, obviously. Um, rugby. Rugby has like rugby. four games, I think. Oh, and of course. Um, so, yeah, baseball started this week. Uh, and just, but like some winter sports aren't over, as right. we know. Is that today's Tuesday and there's. There was going to be a varsity lacrosse scrimmage or first game today, but it got rescheduled due to some conflicts within the Gonzaga locker room. Yeah. Wow. Some controversy. So Really? Um, right. I think they were just too scared to play us. Um, and then tomorrow, Wednesday, March 1st, we have a varsity tennis match against uh, Beth Tefilla High School. Oh, that's huge. Um, yeah, so... First game. Yeah. Um, we don't usually play Beth to Phil a lot, um, but that's an interesting matchup. I think we our tennis team's pretty good. Um, also, tomorrow we have rugby varsity rugby meet versus Damatha. It's a huge game. Big game. First game of the season. Test out the waters. Of course. Uh, then we have Wednesday basketball junior varsity. Didn't JV Vers- just win? I the thought they won, but said, didn't JV just win? Apparently, the, uh, junior varsity and varsity are both playing MSJ tomorrow. Really? One's at home, one's away. I think St. Francis just won the MIAA. Uh, yeah, they just basketball. beat uh, Mount St. Joe. I was gonna say they just beat MSJ. Yeah. Varsity's away. JV's home. Ugh. JV rugby on Saturday will be playing Salesonium High School. Never heard of them. And varsity rugby will also be playing at home. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much what's been going on this week. Um, very quiet. It's been a lot of tryouts. Um, and yeah, so Dave, let's let's take it away. College basketball. All right. Obviously, we have March Madness coming up soon, but uh, we got to talk about the Terps. Big win. Against Purdue. Big win against Purdue. That was huge, honestly, because the Terps, they were kind of falling apart, but they come back with a strong quad one win, and uh, Purdue's kind of been – they've been on the decline as of late. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they – didn't they play the, – the game before Maryland, didn't they play a team pretty close, or did they lose? Uh, Purdue, I know the most recent game they played, they just lost to Indiana. Really? Like eight. It kind of takes away from Maryland's win, doesn't it, though? It does. It's unfortunate. We kind of needed the Purdue to win that game. But then also we came back. We beat Northwestern. You cru- We crushed them, really. Yeah, by what 16. Yeah. Uh, Northwestern was ranked at the time, but obviously the Terps were at home. They seem to struggle on the road. But they're undefeated. Oh, yeah, they're undefeated. They're undefeated in, in conference 10. play right. at home. And their only loss, they did get 30-pieced by UCLA. That's their only loss at home. So that's nice. But – yeah, Maryland. Wait. Wait. So, what teams are moving into the Big Ten for football? It's th- it's 
it's not just football. Like it's and UCLA. They're both moving into the and Big USC. Ten. USC. Yeah, it's gonna be for basketball too. That's gonna be interesting. It is gonna be interesting. I mean, that's just gonna make the Big Ten ten times harder for basketball. For sure. I mean, USC's no chumps with basketball. Yeah, UCLA is always good though. Uh, yeah, that's. It's I'm pretty be sure like U- USC was like a four seed last year. USC was good. USC is always good. Uh, yeah, but the Terps, they got a game against Ohio State on the road tomorrow, which they need to win. And then on Sunday, they have Penn State on the road. But yeah, OSU but ranked? No. No, no they've, they've, been, they're they've bad. been horrible. They're bad. I the forgot. They're like bottom of the conference. They're the second worst team in the conference ahead of just the Minnesota Golden Gophers. <laughs> but yeah, Maryland's Is Minnesota good at anything? Hockey. Probably hockey. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're nowhere in the country. Hockey. But Maryland's – they've looked good. Jameer Young has been elite. He's been one of the best transfers in the league. Best. Where did he transfer from? Charlotte. He's a – I want to say he was a three-year starter at Charlotte. He went to DeMatha. Really? Yeah. That makes me question why he would want to go to Charlotte in the first place, but – I don't know. It doesn't really matter. But hometown kid. He's hometown hero. Out. Like Kevin yeah. Herter. Kevin Herter was from, like, New York. No. Where was he from? All right, this is important to Kevin. Dave. Maryland, watch. Hold on, Kevin Herter, hometown. Albany, New York. Dave's really on it with his Terps yep. knowledge. Knew it. I mean, come on. Red Velvet. I knew where he. Where does he play currently, Dave? The Kings. So big Sacktown guy. Yeah. We all knew he was going to be a king at some point in his career. He just fits that mold. He's turning around the Kings, though. The Kings aren't horrible this year. No, they're not. They're like 10 games over. I think eight. Yeah, I mean, De'Aaron Fox, Demonte Sabonis. Bro, I heard Malik Monk. Malik Monk. I love Malik Monk. He just had 45. 40, 45. Well, I mean, are we going to skip over Dame scoring 71 last I night? I mean, Malik Monk's more important. That is true because I feel like, think about it like, Dame, what is he, probably averaging 30? It's like 40 points. Yeah, I mean, obviously Dame's is more impressive, but still. Malik Monk, he just put up 45 points. I love Malik it's, Monk. It's um, Monk Sanity. Monk Sanity. Um, yeah, that was really that was one of the highest scoring games ever. It was. What was it, like 176, 175? It was almost all-star level. That was, that was ridiculous. Did it go into overtime? I'm assuming it, it had did. a double. I'm assuming it was double overtime, yeah. Guess uh, the Clippers. Yeah, and PG had a great game. I think he dropped 40. Shout out Russell Westbrook for being on the Clippers now. <laughs> Shout out the Lakers, um, by the way. They're going to hit a slump now that LeBron's out for a few weeks. But they were really turning it around. Yeah. They won like three in a row. Um, I think – I think – no, I really love Russ, but I think that uh, it just wasn't a good fit. Definitely not. And um, I think – Around the deadline, they got a few, a few solid pieces that really helped depth-wise because they were lacking a lot of depth. Yeah, I mean, like they got Jared Vanderbilt. Jared Vanderbilt, Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba. Did they sign him or did they trade him at the deadline? They traded for him. They got D'Lo. D'Lo. I don't understand though getting another ball dominant guard. I know because I feel like the whole thing with Russ was, Russ kind of needs the ball. To be successful, right? And half the time, LeBron takes it up the court anyway. Exactly, which kind of made him a bad fit. So I'm not really sure what the D'Angelo Russell, how that's going to work. Right. Obviously, former Laker already started um, his career. I, in I don't know. It's kind of like it's maybe it's more of a mental thing, you know? Like 
Ross, like MVP, he was with the Thunder for how many years? Then he was, then he was ball dominant with the Wizards. Probably not with the Rockets, but that really wasn't a good fit either. You could see how that didn't work with two ball dominant guards. Right. Um. And then now you're just telling him to play a different role, be off off ball, more of a playmaker than really, really sh- taking shots. And I think D'Lo really had that one good year in Brooklyn, but. But now he's kind of falling into that vet role where he can adapt and adjust. I don't think, no offense to Russ, but I don't think D'Lo's ego is probably. I mean, he's never won an MVP. He he doesn't really have a lot of accolades where where it's going to be hard to nudge him away from that role. You know what I mean? Right. He was second overall pick, I guess. I mean, yeah, but like coming into the NBA, like it wasn't like an easy path for him no. to be really good. Yeah. It took some growing and learning, so I think he'd be more apt to to being part of the LeBron's got the ball type of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, let's see if AD can stay on the court and kind of propel them to a few wins. Um, but that's a huge... Yeah, I don't know. It's a huge... Uh, and, uh, like, prayers up to LaMelo. Yeah. Fractured something in his... I think he fractured his ankle. Yeah. People are still so. blaming the shoes somehow. It's a non-contact. That's just like a... Super weird injury. Yeah, the Hornets are a mess. They're horrible. Yeah. Help them tank, though, so that's cool. I mean, they still have Cody Zeller, so. They don't even have Plumlee anymore, so. They had Plumlee and Zeller at the same time. Yeah, Plumlee's gone now. He's in the Clippers. He was balling in that game against the Kings. Yeah. I was looking up the (laughs) box score. Box score. This is a crazy, like, stat line from your backcourt for the Kings. Malik Monk had 45. And then De'Aaron the Fox, bench. And then De'Aaron t- Fox had forty-two. I mean, that's what eighty-seven, eighty-seven combined yeah, points. It's eighty-seven combined points. Obviously, Malik Monk. I'm, a st- I'm he might have started, but I doubt he did. Kevin Herter had a no. Malik though. Monk didn't start because I I clicked on the box score right after the game on CBS, and I was like, okay, how they because I like to do that when it's a high-scoring game. I like right. to see like who balled out. Um, and I went I went to the box score, and I'm like, okay. This doesn't make sense, and I score onto the bench, and there Malik Monk is sitting at like the eleventh bench spot, putting up okay forty. Malik Monk's not that bad. 40, 42 points. I'm just like you're one away from being a reserve. It's Malik ridiculous. Monk is good. Yeah, Malik Monk's that guy. Well, what happened to uh, what's his name, Dwayne Bacon? That's such a random. <laughs> they both played for the Hornets, right? Yeah, it Malik was spo- that was supposed to be like the next the next big thing. Malik yeah. Monk and Dwayne Bacon. Then Jordan slapped Malik Monk. That was tough. <laughs> was that who he slapped in the back of the head? Yeah, it's Malik Monk. I I don't think I could play again if I got slapped by Michael Jordan in the back of the head. Yeah, but Malik Monk, De'Aaron Fox, they were a duo at Kentucky. Now they're bowling on the Kings. Were they, like, amazing? At Malik Monk was ridiculous. So was De'Aaron Fox. I thought Malik Monk was actually going to be better than De'Aaron Fox. In the NBA. If you want to know where Dwayne Bacon is right now, he's playing in the Greek League. I um, remember Dwayne Bacon. He went to FSU. How do you know that? Like all, if Am I right? Am I wrong? You were right. Okay. He was the last pick in the draft, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Mr. Irrelevant. Why are we talking about Dwayne Bacon? That's the real question. Nate and Dave's favorite player, Dwayne Bacon? Dwayne Bacon. Um, yeah, and then NFL news. Um, Lenny. Lenny could Leonard. be gone. 
seems like the Bucks are going to release him at the start of the new season, which starts on March <laughs> 15th. They're going to rock with Kyle Trask, apparently. Kyle Trask and Rashad White. I it's mean, go you never know. Like Brock Purdy. I mean, I called it. If anybody wants to pull out the, the receipts. Not from this podcast, but I have a mock draft. Last year, I picked Brock Purdy in the first round. Okay? I picked him as a 30-second pick to the Bucks because they needed him. Everybody's clowning me saying, why are you taking Brock Purdy? I said, he's going to be the next next big thing. And now here we are, standing strong with Brock Purdy. Probably going to, if he recovers well, going to be better than Trey Lance. It's possible. It's possible. I mean, Trey Lance, we'll see. We haven't seen Trey Lance enough to yeah, really make an accurate assumption. Um, And then... Dave, I just want to go over some of these top receiver receiver options for the Ravens because right. it's a pretty, from what I saw, it was a pretty weak free agency class for receivers. Yeah, it looks looks rough from what um, you've already shown me. I wish I could find it. That would be pretty fun. I'm not prepped. Not prepped and ready. Um, but, yeah. Okay. Juju Smith-Schuster is your first one. WL for the Ravens. I mean, I, I think it would be like, in just terms of like player fit, I feel like he'd fit well. But then I just don't see the Ravens getting Juju. Like it just seems, you know, former Steeler, too high value for a Raven. Yes, I don't think it depends on what he wants. If I mean, he wants like a tame contract like he got last year, then that would be fine. Like a year, he or might two. be a Steeler again. That would. That could happen. I don't really like. I wouldn't. I just like the. Res- I like the receiver class this year. Besides, like, I don't really enjoy watching Jalen Hyatt play. I don't think he's going to be that guy. Um, but Zay I, Flowers. I mean, Zay Flowers. He bulked up, gained fifteen pounds, coming into the coming right before the combine. That's that's actually huge. Um, next receiver, Alan Lazard. This would be somebody the Ravens would actually sign. Somebody and not that fast, not doesn't not have amazing ath- hands, not that athletic, not a good route runner, just not really. Basically, a tight end, is just what. like average at everything to below average. The Ravens right. would sign this guy, and he'd put up like I don't know, fifty catches like for seven hundred yards. Fifty catches, no, for like six hundred yards and like best. two touchdowns, two three touchdowns. Well, are we talking like Michael Crabtree? Because then Michael Crabtree would be up in the eight to nine hundred. Michael Crabtree was trash. No, he wasn't. We're talking about, like Mike Wallace. Mike Wallace was nice. <laughs> Mike Wallace was good on the. <laughs> Mike Wallace almost had a thousand yards. I want to say. What about Des Bryant? I mean, my favorite Raven signing of all time is Jeremy Macklin. <laughs> that went crazy. What about Lev Bell for a week? Oh my God, Lev Bell. There's so many bad signings, or like, why did you do that? Signings by the Ravens. Not why did you do that? It's just like, kind of, almost everybody when their career is almost over, the Ravens just kind of signed them, just as depth or to kind of just help the their load offensively. They don't really do that defensively, other than like Deion Sanders. I mean, we're not even gonna hate on this 2016 season from Mike Wallace, 72 catches, 1,017 yards, four touchdowns. Yeah, but you also had like Joe Flacco throwing the ball, so that's a big W. This is true. Joe Flacco's that guy. He's elite. But then it takes a turn after Mike Wallace. 
What do you mean? Then you get like the Crabtree era. Yeah. Uh, how like you had John Brown for a little bit? Like, that was fun. How mad? Oh, I forgot about John Brown. John Brown was horrible, actually. No, like, John Brown was good. He, Blacko, I don't think he stood. I don't think Blacko he stayed on the field. Loved John Brown. I don't think John Brown stayed on the field too often. Yeah. Another. Oh, Danny Whitehead. Was All right. Let's talk about Ravens receiver eras. What is it now? Because it was the Hollywood era for like three years. Now it's the um. Crabtree wasn't even as bad as I remember. Well, actually, I think we might. Crabtree got a hundred targets in twenty eighteen. Right. Right. Oh my God. Wait. Wait. How many yards did he have? 607, 54 you catches, right. You were right. three tutties. We were right on the money. We were right on the money. We, we were feeling it there. And I wasn't with uh, yards, but I forgot the Ravens don't really run for uh, yak. They don't really have a lot of yak. Jeremy Macklin put up this elite season of 40 catches for 440 yards and three touchdowns. You should get his jersey. should. I think you should get a Lev Bell 17 jersey that has juice on the back instead of, instead of Bell. Juice, man. He was. I'm surprised you guys haven't signed Adrian Peterson. That would be fun. Or Marshawn Lynch. I can't think of like anybody who's been tossed around like that. But you, you guys don't really do that with quarterbacks. It's usually just receive. <laughs> you guys are in shambles. Receive like just with receivers. Yeah. I maybe I don't. Maybe it's like an injury bug type thing. You know, like you. Oh, we're forgetting Rashad Perriman. Well, no, he we drafted him. That's different. Oh, okay, Rashad Bateman. We drafted him, right? Well, yeah, I know. I'm just naming this mistakes the Ravens have made. Um, you can just talk about some a bust for the Steelers. Oh, Artie Burns. Jarvis, Jarvis Landry. Artie or not Burns. Jarvis Landry, Jarvis Jones. Jarvis Jones. Artie Burns was trash, though. Um, uh, Devin Bush. Yeah, I mean, the Ravens, we can continue on with the names. We got a yeah, little sidetracked yeah, there. Yeah, sidetracked. Anyway. Paris Cam- or Odell Beckham, sorry. I would love if the Ravens got Odell. Really? Yes. I don't know. I think he's too big of a personality to have in a locker room where you have Lamar Jackson, who might be playing under a tag. Um, Patrick Queen's going to be asking for a bag. Patrick Queen <laughs> sucks. I just want to – if Patrick Queen, if he listens to this, you suck, and I hope we trade you. Jason Owe is having like a name a name situation that's going to cause some controversy. This, this, this was like a bu- a couple of years ago, but yes, Jason um, Owe is now Odafe. Rashad Bateman, I think coming off coming back with injury, tensions are a little high. Do you really need an Odell Beckham in your locker room right now? Probably not, but I think he would be a good receiver for us. I, I was I kidding like about Odell. everything else, but the Lamar situation that is true. Like, if you franchise tag him, the tensions are going to be way too high. Speaking of tensions being high in the locker room, did you hear Russell Wilson has his own office away from the locker room that's, like, on the management level? Is this the Broncos we're talking about? Yeah, yeah, Broncos. This is Broncos. Is this serious? Yeah. That's that's what he had with Nathaniel Hackett, and he, like, wouldn't be in the locker room. That's ridiculous. I don't – like, how can you think that's a good idea? I don't understand that. That was, like, the Sean Payton thing. Like, when when Sean Payton came in and they were like, how do you feel about Russell Wilson having outside coaches come in? He's like, what? Like, that's not going to happen. Like, he had outside coaches. He had his own office. It's like he wasn't even part of the team. That's ridiculous. I don't know how, like. How can you, like, how, like yeah, how could you build chemistry with any of your teammates and be the leader of your team? That just seems so, like, brain dead almost. Like, it doesn't even make right. sense. Like, why would you ever think that's a good idea? As a, as a head coach, like, Nathaniel Hackett, I know you didn't, like, do a good job. But you got to take some command there, you know? You got to be, like. Like the no, Russ, you actually can't do. You can't have your own I, separate. I can understand, right? 
if it was a receiver or a running back. Somebody where you don't need to really gel. You know what I mean? Like a receiver, still. a receiver can just go up and get it. A running back can make his own plays. But a quarterback, you have to understand being that position, you're in a leadership role regardless. That's supposed to be the guy that's going to lead your franchise. But then, like, it's... Even, at least Trevor Lawrence tries. At least, I mean, I don't even know if you've watched that video yet. Are you talking about the one where he's hyping up? Yeah, the like, at least he tries. Like, he's at the Let's front go, of the... Boys. Let's go, He's boys. at the front. Let's show him what we're all about. Let's like, go. I mean, did you see he put some effort? And I know he's an awkward guy. Like, Russ. Russ is an awkward guy. But, like, come on. He's spicy. Be careful. Get spicy. It's the best commercial ever. I literally watch it every time and I can't stop laughing. Like, I genuinely think that was, like, a good joke. I genuinely think the Danger Witch commercial is actually funny. That's my biggest, like, uh, like, my secret. That's my biggest secret that I'm airing out right now. Airing out my dirty laundry. Wow, that I find Russell Wilson hilarious. Like the Mr. Unlimited video is absolutely ridiculously <laughs> Mr. funny. It's actually, it's actually ridiculous. Anyway, it's so funny. <laughs> Paris Campbell. No, he can't stay healthy. He'd be a perfect Raven. He would really fast. Can't He's really, really catch fast. Ball. Can't catch. All never stays on healthy. Big school. Right. Yeah. But no. no. Nelson I, Aguilar. Where's he coming from? New England. New England. Shout out Earl. Shout out Earl. No. I don't feel like – Aguilar doesn't seem like a Raven. No, he doesn't because he's – even though he can't catch, um, catch a whole lot better than I can. But that's not the He's point. better. He's better now. He's better. I, it's, being an eagle really just hurts everything about you, kind of. I, I think he got better with the Raiders, right? He went to the Raiders. Yeah, and then he's on the – Right. He's fine on the Patriots, yeah. yeah. DJ Shark. Where's he coming from? Is he, was he a lion, lion or was he, he was a lion. lion? He can't also can't stay on the field, so I don't know. Yeah, I remember that one year DJ Shark was just going crazy. I was gonna say like if this was like two years ago, two three years ago, I would have been hyped for DJ Shark on the Ravens. But yeah, no, two or three years ago, you'd also be hyped to have Allen Robinson. I can probably pull up two to three years ago edits of Ravens accounts like putting Allen Robinson in a Ravens jersey. That's fair. Still want Allen Robinson. Really? Nope. I don't know what happened. He just fell off so hard. I don't understand that. I, he just now, he sucks now we have back to back two Ravens receivers that are definitely going to happen. Yeah. Marvin Jones. <laughs> I would actually like Marvin Jones on the. But Ravens, like you know though. what I mean? He's in the range. He's like yeah. 31, 32. I would. I would be on happy the back end of his if career. Marvin Jones was like our third receiver. I'd actually be happy with that. But he won't be. He'll be like our first. But I right. like. I like Marvin Jones. No, he won't stand out. You know. I'd, like when I'd they're watching when they're watching Jones. film and they see he's wide receiver one, like it's not hard. Yeah. But that the fact that last year he was behind Zay Jones, who's surprisingly good. Zay Jones is good. And Christian Kirk, it's like, I'd be happy with Marvin Jones. Well, I think anybody would. I think he's consistently okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? This, that would be a guy I'd be happy with. He was almost up. he was elite like, yeah, three years. He's ago. always been a good receiver. Yeah. Uh, Julio Jones, next definite Raven. If this happens, I would just be like. I'd just be confused. I think it could just be for the money, you know? He's a big name. He's still a big name. You say Julio Jones. Julio Jones is still a big name, but I just don't – I don't know why. Like, what – Right. He was fully healthy this year. Just, and he just get, To get somebody better, younger, it's just not worth it. But I don't think he's really going to be asking for a lot of money. Probably. I just – I wouldn't waste my time. Yeah. Jacoby Myers. 
It seems like he's asking for too much money 20 now. 20 mil, 18 to 20. I'm not personally. I'm not paying Jacoby Myers eighteen to twenty million. I'm not paying like Jacoby Myers like ten million dollars. I'd pay him ten. Like max ten for three three years. Like with with a signing bonus. Like I think I could rock with that for a little bit because he did well in the Patriots offense. Think about that. Okay, I mean we're talking about a guy that can't negotiate, can't run his salary cap anyways. Like Nate me, Cross, yeah, you. Yeah. Actually, you are now. Having salary cap trouble. Now it's my problem. This isn't true. Now it's my problem. Now everybody else is having salary this isn't cap. True. This isn't I, true. I had to offload everybody on my team to get to get back into a decent salary cap. You guys can stack your teams and then claim to turn off salary cap. It's ridiculous. This isn't true, though. This, now I know, have the worst true. team because I had to go and get draft capital and get a developing quarterback and a developing running back. And now I have J.K. Dobbins starting at running back. Boo-hoo. Like, Slade Bolden is elite. <laughs> Like I just don't, like I just don't I'm understand. Gonna be able to, I'm gonna be able to resign all my guys. I think. Yeah, because the salary cap's gonna be turned off because Griffin refuses to get on without the salary cap. That actually is not okay because I prefer if the salary cap wasn't on or was on. Sorry, but time for me to just break the league. If you turn it off, it would. It's gonna get ridiculous. Yeah, I just literally have no fun with the salary cap off because it's too easy, you know. That's like what that's what's happening with the other one, with John. <laughs> He's going heavy though. He's sweating. I don't know. He cares. Anyway, God, we keep getting distracted. He's always o- he's always playing too. Like Jarvis Landry. <laughs> that is definitely a Raven if I've ever seen one. If I had to bet on any of these guys signing with the Ravens, I would bet my money on Jarvis Landry being the guy the Ravens pick up. I wouldn't be even like mad at it if he was again a third receiver. I'd be much happier with Marvin Jones, but Jarvis Landry still fits like a veteran role. That I would I would be happy with as a third receiver. Yeah, if he was running drags, yeah, you can just run drags. That's fine. Well, you know, you'll see a healthy Rashad Bateman next year. Well, we saw it this year. Like I don't think he was like the few games he played. I don't think he was terrible. He wasn't even bad. I know he gets a lot of heat, but he I don't think Rashad it, Bateman. It's the fact receiver. that he can't stay healthy. Like yeah, we I haven't mean, seen him play for a full season. Same thing with J.K. Dobbins. I mean, his rookie year, but he wasn't the lead back. Who was at that point? Um, it would have been a split between him and – I'm assuming Mark Ingram started the year. Ah, uh, right. But Where he was a fantasy bust? Yeah, but then Dobbins took over like halfway through the season, and they still have Gus Edwards, obviously. All right, Nikhil Harry? If the Ravens even bother picking up – no team should bother picking up Nikhil Harry. Why? He sucks. He was on the Bears. I say Wilson has a job. Why can't Nikhil Harry – Give him another shot. He was on the Bears. No. Nope. Are you kidding me? Nikhil Harry's bad. Everybody's ready to give on Kadarius Tony. The Chiefs pick him this up. This is not. This is a Who? completely different story. How? I would have traded a third for Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony. I would have traded a third for Nikhil Harry. He went from the Patriots to the Bears. Doesn't matter. What are we talking about here? He's bad, Nate. Like what? What are you talking about? Nikhil Harry's bad at football. That's disrespectful to my ASU. He did go to alumni. ASU. But why is he so bad? Like I don't know what you're to looking say. up his PFF grade right now. I'm actually not. I'm just looking up his stats. No, he's not good. I'm not saying he's good, but neither was Kadarius Tony his rookie year. So I well, I mean, Kadarius Tony had a game where he put up like three out of <laughs> Kadarius Tony had a game where he almost put up 200 yards. Nikhil Harry's career receiving yard total is 714. Like, at least Kadarius Tony. Don't hate the process. Anyway, McCall Hardman. 
He'll be a raven. I don't even think he, I don't, he doesn't feel like a raven. He feels like a transition to a running back raven. <laughs> That's a <laughs> No, I don't I don't like McCall Hardman. I I'm done with the McCall Hardman. I thought he was actually going to be like eventually he was going to be good, but it's no. No, no, he's bad. Darius Slayton. I'd be happy with this. Uh, honestly, he could be a s- our number two. I mean, it would be bad if it was Bateman, Slayton, and Duvernay, but I wouldn't be, like, too mad about that. Slayton's a consistent guy. Yeah. He gives you a different type of receiver, I think. Yeah. yeah. Sammy Watkins, bring him back. Sammy Watkins, I'm just so confused, like, what he's thinking about. And then almost – you know, he makes that clutch play against the Bengals, and then he fumbles. And then he has the audacity to tell Lamar he should he should be playing. He should, like, put a Band-Aid on his boo-boo and just suck it up. It's like, Sammy Watkins, you're garbage. What are we talking didn't about? He get, like, didn't he get traded or cut? From the Packers. <laughs> anyway. I, I need to go on my own darkness retreat right now. So. <laughs> Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay might put me into a darkness retreat to think about <laughs> my thoughts and feelings about life. But no, please no, Ravens. Any team, don't and, sign Kenny and Galladay. This, this is going to hype up Dave, Noah Brown. Noah Brown. I would be so happy if we had Noah Brown as For our whatever reason. receiver. What if you got uh, Greg Dortch? That would be huge. That would be huge. I would be – Greg Dortch wouldn't even be bad as like a fourth, third or fourth. Best receiver you guys have had in a long time. You should try to think of a bad Steelers player. I can see it in your face. Jesse Bates is on the Browns' radar as a replacement for John Johnson. Wow. Okay. Ooh. How can they afford that? Yeah, that's big. Is he unrestricted this year? I'd assume so. I mean, he got tagged, I think, this year. How are we feeling about Joe Mixon potentially getting cut? Really? Yeah. Was it for the controversy with the whole? No, I mean they drafted him after he just hit somebody yeah. with the right hook. But he has so a new I'm not con- really I thought sure. he had a new controversy, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean Joe Mixon's not a good person. No, we can agree on that. But it seems like they might. I'd cut be him. happy. I'd be happy. I really don't want the Steelers to have to deal with Samaj P. Ryan though, because he literally destroys the Steelers. That's every what I'm going to say. Samaj, they think Samaj P. Ryan's good enough. They might just cut. Dude, he's so like he's humongous. It Samaj says Piran. here. Best fits for Joe Mixon. We have the Lions. Don't get that one. The Bills. Or, oh, my God, the Baltimore Ravens are the third team on here. That would be a Ravens signing. Oh, my God. If we get Joe Mixon, I wouldn't be happy. I wouldn't be happy. I I don't like him, so. I don't like Joe Mixon either. either. I I might like him if he's on my team because he's really good. But, I mean, who knows? I didn't hear that. I didn't know that. Yeah, it seems like that's the What do the Cowboys do at running back, speaking of running backs? I don't know what they do because, honestly, we've seen how the trend with the Super Bowl winning teams is have their running back salary is very low. Right. And I just don't know how you can pay Zeke all this money. Well, that's not fair because the Rams running back was Cam Akers. Come on. Okay. Come on. That's not a fair stat, you know? I'm, I'm I'm just telling you that I saw that. But that's not really a fair stat. I wouldn't. What do you not, mean? It's not like the Chiefs are running the ball a lot. I mean, no, actually, Pacheco did have a really good game. What I'm saying is, usually, you win the Super Bowl when your running back is on like a rookie contract or it's a veteran on like, you know. Either way, they're screwed. 
because they have to either pay. Well, they have to either cut. They have to cut Zeke, Zeke or and then pay Pollard a bunch cut, of money or let Pollard or walk, walk and then and ha- run be stuck with, with Zeke. Zeke. It's it's a bad situation. Or you cut Zeke, let Pollard walk, draft Bijan Robinson. That's probably their best scenario, honestly. I'd How much do they have to eat? That's the problem. Eat, I don't know what the Zeke, Zeke scenario is. I yeah, I think he had a lot of guaranteed money, so I'm sure he's on a but huge But when does bet. the risk when does the reward outweigh the risk? Like when are we gonna keep cater like why are we still catering to Zeke? He was a top he, he stopped being a top ten running back like two years ago. Yeah. Zeke is it's it's over for him. Which is I mean it's unfortunate, but like it's also om- over for Jameis Winston and nobody's talking about it, so Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. The Cowboys are not necessarily in a good Zeke has four, Zeke overall. has four years left. Really? Yeah. He gets ten point nine million this year for twenty twenty three. Then ten million or well, ten million, then fifteen point four million, then sixteen point six, and then he's done. And I mean his cap hit is huge. His dead cap is not good. Like it's I just don't see if they cut him they're And the thing is he is virtually no value in, in the market at all. Yeah, you can't trade him. What are you going to get? A, th- a six? You still have to pay his guaranteed money. Probably not a six. I, I don't know what you do with Zeke, to be completely honest with you. Because he doesn't look good. He doesn't look good. He runs He runs like J.K. Dobbins, fresh off his like Achilles injury or whatever. J.K. Dobbins was still cooking your Steelers. So. That was true, but, I mean, you guys did win that game. Whatever. I mean, now you threw me off, Dave, because you had to talk about the game I was at this year. I don't like uh, I don't like revisiting the games that I go to and we lose. I don't like it. But every time it's Ravens Steelers in Baltimore, the Steelers win that I go to, so it evens out. All right. I mean, uh, whatever. Eagles love Kenny Gainwell and believe he'll be the team's lead back in twenty twenty three. Yeah, my. Uh, Thank God they're not paying Miles Sanders. That makes sense. Kenny Gainwell and Boston Scott, I guess, is fine. I thought they might ju- draft Bijan or Jameer Gibbs, but I guess not if they're they're happy to rock with Gainwell. I feel like it's it's kind of early, you know. If you have a solid back, why would you go first or second round running back? I mean, they have two first. That's why. But they oh right, they got one from was it the Saints? The Saints. Well, that's why they they have the tenth overall pick and they have like the thirtieth. So <laughs> I thought maybe. But think if about Bijan is on the board at thirty, like that's a great value. Might I, as well pick. I don't up. think. I think the Bills. Are, that's pretty much a lock at this point. That's fair. Um, I don't know. It's, it's almost like, you know, you look at their D line. Brandon Graham's thirty four. Fletcher Cox is at least thirty two. He's old. He might be thirty five. Robert Quinn. I don't know if he, I don't know if they re-signed him. Or he's gonna walk. Yeah. Derek Barnett isn't necessarily good. Josh Sweat. Josh Sweat is is okay. I'm pretty sure. I mean, your only like young, good D lineman is Jordan Davis. Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot about Jordan Davis and and uh, Hassan Reddit. He's an edge guy. But was Josh Sweat really good? According to PFF, was he really good? What 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 was his PFF grade? Eighty six point six. Okay. Well, Josh Sweat is really good. 13 sacks. Oh, my God. We just I didn't know Josh Sweat had 13 sacks. Oh, my goodness. Never mind. I apologize, Josh. Also He's like also 25. Okay. Well, then you have Josh Sweat. But I don't know. They could address a need at defensive line just just because they're top. They're, I mean, 
two of their guys are, I mean, three of their guys are probably going to be gone in, in at least, I mean, in a year or two. You could look maybe for Breezy, which isn't, like, optimal for me. Yeah, I mean. Um, that early, but you never know. And I then. I think Bijan's still on the cards, but, yeah, he probably won't fall. Corner for the Eagles, potentially. Gonzalez. I think There's that, a lot of good Because Bradbury's going to walk. Bradbury, and he's old. And Slay's not that young either. They need to get younger in the secondary. Right, Slay's like 30. Yeah. 31. But he's Slay, so. He's Slay. But he's Slay. Um, yeah, so. So, I don't. What were we talking about? Why did we. Br- oh, we brought up the Eagles. Why did we talk about the Eagles? Oh, Kenneth Gainwell, right. Kenneth Gainwell. Ken- Kenneth Gainwell. Did you see that? Calvert Hall's very own Mel Kuyper said that if the Ravens draft Bijan Robinson, that he will retire. Mel Kuyper will retire. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like, why would they draft a running back in the first round? I've seen it mocked a lot. Yeah, I know, but why? I don't think it makes sense either. They should go uh, Stetson Bennett in the first. I mean, he'll be already be snatched up by the Patriots by that time. That is true. He's not lying. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> – I agree. I agree with our very own Mel Kuyper that that would be interesting. Like, I think I would retire if Tyree Wilson went 1-1. It's not out of the cards yet. If the Bears don't trade that pick. If Tyree Wilson goes 1-1, I'll, I'll shave my head. You can – this is video, audio evidence of my uh, declaration. I don't think he's – I mean, I can't I can't talk about Tyree Wilson anymore. It really – it just boils my blood. I just don't know why he's even close. But it's – in the minority. You're, like, heavy in the minority. Whatever. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll be in the minority. I don't really care. But, yeah. Tyree Wilson, probably going to go in the top ten. Sorry, Nate. Uh, top five might happen soon. So. Jets have opened up contract negotiations with all-pro D-alignment. Quinn and Williams. How much should you be paid a year? A lot. Twenty? Ooh. What's the D line market though? I'm not right. Who's familiar. broken that. I I'm mean, not pro- Aaron Donald probably broke it. Aaron Donald contract. I don't think he's a type of player to adjust his contract. No offense, Aaron Donald. I mean, he'd be earning a base salary of thirteen and a half million with a sinus boning, sinus bonus of fifteen All million dollars. Right. I found somebody that's kind of comparable. Jonathan Allen. He's oh, by the way, we forgot about Jan- Javon Hargrave for the Eagles. The Eagles actually don't need a D lineman. This is oh, but he's a free agent. He is a free agent. And he'll be asking for big money. Yeah, but Jonathan Allen signed a four-year, uh, seventy-two uh, million-dollar contract. How much is that per year, Dave? Seventy-two. Around eighteen, probably. Okay, I could see Quinnen for going like twenty, right? I'd I, say I, I think twenty would be a Jets move. I don't think it'd be ne- necessarily outrageous. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. So around 20, I think, would make sense. Quinn Williams is elite. Who has Quinn Williams in our franchise? He's making, Me. like, a million dollars. I refuse to trade him. He's making, like, he's, he's going to be making, like, $25 million a year. He's elite, though, so. Broncos GM George Patton said he'll make a decision on wide receiver Jerry Judy. Fifth option near the draft. Added he's really happy with Judy. Potential trade target for the Patriots. I don't see I don't see him as a Patriot. I don't see him, as I don't see him succeeding as a Patriot. Also true. Both. Giants are releasing Kenny Galladay on the first day of the new new league year. Him and Lenny, man. 
Kenny and Lenny. They will save six point seven million against their cap. That's huge. Oh my goodness. RG three said the Rams are an ideal fit for Kenny Galladay. <sighs> they could have Kenny and uh Allen Robinson. Robinson. Oh no. All they need to complete the trifecta is to get like Alan Hearns. Alan Hearns is not e- wasn't even bad. <laughs> what did he was he a cowboy? He was a cowboy, and then he suffered that bad injury. Oh, right. But he was really – I thought he was good on the uh, Jags, him and Allen Robinson. Right. That's why I said it. I didn't really – well, I they, they need to bring in Cole Beasley is who they need to bring in. Yeah. Cole Beasley would be a um, – oh, I got sidetracked. Anyway, I didn't get sidetracked. I got sidetracked with this. XFL, you feeling it? I haven't watched an XFL Dude, game yet. Dude, the speed's not bad. You like it? I How like are we it. Feeling? Like what's I like different or what's better? Nothing's really better. <laughs> I per se. Okay. I think there's more. I wouldn't say energy, but everybody's kind of like scrapping to get back. You know. Uh huh. You want to succeed and play. Right. Play like uh, even the regular season games. There's not a lot of regular season games, so it's mm-hmm. it's like the NBA problem. There's so many games, they're not trying for a lot of them because it's all about the playoffs. But this right. is like, you're already trying super hard because you want to get back. You want right. to get back, and, course, yeah. and now you only have, I don't know, probably eight game season, I'd say. I don't know what the exact number is. Probably around eight. I mean, you, I mean you're just going to be trying super hard to get back. Same with the coaches. Right. They're going to be coming up with really good game plans and trying as much as they can just because – for the simple fact that everybody's trying to get back to that higher level, except for AJ McCarron, apparently. AJ McCarron just wants to what he wants, wants to his see kids. He wants his kids to see him play. play. That's it. That's, but like, do you know like Derek King, starting quarterback Derek for the King, Washington? Miami. Oh yeah, for the Washington the DC Defenders. DC Defenders. DC Defenders. I think. I also want to shout out Matt Elam, former Ravens first round bust. From like 2013. Oh, is he st- is he the starting corner? Now he's a safety. Matt Elam was trash though. I think he was the year after we won the Super Bowl. We drafted Matt Elam. Is his brother like co- whatever? It's I don't think his brother's Kyrie Elam. Right. That's you never know. Actually, maybe. You know, Heinz Ward's head coach for the San Antonio. Maybe. Oh, that's his uncle. Huh. Who would have guessed that? You didn't say that. You said, like, brother or something. All right, so that's going to do it for today, everybody. Uh, great episode. We might hit you with a duel sometime this week. Yep. Ben Heiser will be back. Whenever he's free, we might upload a second episode. So stay tuned for that. Um, we'll see you next week. Cardinals and good night, Colin Mackley. See you, everybody. And stay classy. Thank you.